everyone and welcome back to Once Around the World. We're now at episode 15 and I'm super excited because today is going to be a regular episode again. No guest, but therefore more time to catch up and uh, we also have some like interesting um, like topics picked out. Um, yeah. yeah, and oh, I forgot to say who's speaking, so it's Karina speaking here, but we also got <laughs> Mackenzie on the other side. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm, I mean, just like from last week's episode, I just, I still feel this impact, like, oh. I don't know, it was, yeah, it was just really, really, uh, for me, it was, the words just fit it perfectly to uh, to like things I'm going through and everything. So I felt so deeply touched. Yeah. And um, the whole week, like on my way to hot yoga and, and on my way everywhere, I basically um, listened to the uh, spoken words um, of Ariel. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's just so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, me too. Oh, although, okay, because I don't have Apple Music, so I have to pay for every song that I download. So. Yeah. Um, so I just downloaded one of hers, but I downloaded cre the one that's called Created. Mm. And it's on that yeah, same. Yeah, it's beautiful. And yeah, I, I just, I, well, I, I messaged her and I was like, by the way, I'm listening to it on repeat because yeah. <laughs> like, wow, it's, you know, I've, I've never even listened to spoken word poetry before, but it's no. so mm. powerful compared yeah, I mean, it is. songs are powerful, but it is different like yeah I think the music makes such a difference yeah. so like for me my favorite is if I could tell you anything and it yeah. almost makes me cry it's so beautiful Ugh. um and um but I've listened to spoken word before because there's this wonderful German um how you say poetry slammer yeah. um like a girl and um yeah she also has an album it's almost like an actual like song so, uh, album full of songs but still it's a bit more like spoken word so oh, cool. yeah yeah um, that's just magical that's so beautiful yeah I think I think I'd really like it I sort of need to or have the desire now let's say to explore more of it um aside from Ariel as well so <laughs> yeah but I think it's sometimes so hard to like find the right stuff for you so I think if, if it wants to be listened to you uh, to by you then it will just find you I guess because other otherwise it's really difficult like I don't know like I'm not browsing for anything no, um, no. When, when it comes to music or or like other stuff yeah I'm just kind of wait until it arrives um, where I am uh, where I'm at so yeah yeah, yeah, I mean, you're definitely right. So how has everything been going? Because, wow, like, now when I think about since the last time we caught up, it's really been two weeks, and I know you've been so busy over there. Like, yeah. this is the end of school, right, now for you? So, yeah, we got a couple of weeks left. So I think, like, two or three, so ah. which is nothing, basically. And um, we got some, uh, well, uh, obviously we got some serious deadlines coming up and we already had some serious ones, um, which required like a lot of effort and everything, um, just like bigger projects mm. um, that we have kind of been working on for a longer period of time or not. <laughs> because like some things they tell you like in the beginning to do, but it's just not possible because there's so many other things to do. So you kind of have to do them very last minute. Yeah. And then for me... It has been like most struggle is actually coming from uh, the group work that I have to do. And it's a lot of group work. I have like, I don't know, I can't even count how many different um, groups I have that I have to like um, hand in something with. Mm. And so far I have not, I didn't really have a good experience um, with that because uh, I don't know, maybe I'm really unlucky, but I often have to be like the manager of the group. And then I also have to participate in the work. So this is like twice as much work as the others have, basically. And the thing for me is I'm like, I don't know, I just want to get this stuff done because for me it is kind of serious. So I, I just want to like do it properly and everything and I don't want to be like super last minute and stress about it which happened once now already because um, uh, just um, when I tell someone to do something um, because no one's like 
starting or doing anything or no one is asking okay i think we have to do this for tomorrow like they would wait until the deadline is over to start basically they don't do anything oh they don't God. even reply to my messages on our facebook group chat basically um and uh and then they don't even ask oh karina did you actually actually send this in like the deadline has already passed but they don't care i don't know oh. it's so 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 sad um, and I don't, I just don't understand. And I have this feeling that, I, I don't know, these people just, I think they have other reasons why they're there. It's just for them, it doesn't, they don't, they don't care. And, uh-huh. and it's, it's just really, really, really frustrating because I'm like sitting there and I basically do like d- at least double the amount of work. And uh, it's just, it's kind of like, um, uh, like going against a wall because uh, honestly, like the work is um, built for like five to six people, for example. Oh, God. But you, so you cannot finish it on your own. But then you don't have anyone to finish it with. So, so yeah, it's um, it's kind of a struggle. And yeah, um, yeah but I don't know. I just hope that the, this uh, work is like done in. Yeah, I mean, it is going to be done in a couple yeah. of weeks. Oh, so God. yeah, but. I have like a way better experience when I'm able to choose my group members um, myself yeah. because then at least I have like some say in it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, because for example, yesterday we did the simulation game where we had to uh, act like we were supply managers. <laughs> um, and okay. we did the simulation online, like uh, in some sort of game. Um, but it was really, really. Um, interesting because it was really true to life oh. but um but just um com- comprised into like a shorter um amount of time mm-hmm. and um yeah and that was so so cool because i did it with my friend and we have the same working style so we got like really um competitive and like <laughs> got really into it and and then you see like when when both um entities or like um in, in groups of more people than all of them just um yeah just are into it and just like do stuff then it is a way better experience and it's so much fun it can be like super efficient and everything so yeah Yeah. I don't know it's just really I just I'm I think I just got really unlucky here but yeah (laughs) yeah no I mean I the whole time you were like talking but that just I mean it's so applicable to really everything after right because like companies with inefficient workers like that's like their biggest downfall really so true yeah and I was actually gonna ask you because I was just curious like um a lot of like for like I I would definitely agree with what you said like I don't like managing people like that's not something I enjoy but do you think uh you would enjoy it more if they were people who were more uh efficient or more like like your working style or do you just think like in the future you'd still rather just be independent of that no actually um actually I don't mind managing actually I do that I, I really like that actually oh okay so it's the the experience but I the issue that I have is I cannot, like a manager, I feel you cannot manage and then participate um, Mm. completely and have your like huge part inside the project. Like you, either you are the person overviewing and reviewing Mm -hmm. or you are like a participant um, because basically I have to, like right now, I have to divide myself into like 10,000 pieces because I have to be a manager in like at least two or three groups Um, and I have to do as much work as they do so I think as far as I know from experience I mean maybe there's um, there are situations where situations where it's different but from my experience a manager in most cases manages or has like other work to do which is more managerial um, and is not like just a worker so you don't divide the work up for yourself as well like you just Mm, yeah give it to the people working for you and then you get it back and then you might revise it review it etc yeah 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 um but you're not like doing both because it's just not feasible i mean i would need twice as much uh, time basically for that yeah but it's interesting I mean I know right now you're in the thick of it so you probably you're not really like projecting feet but like it's interesting just to know that right like yeah it is I mean down the line like if that's something that you do enjoy 
you know, without all the other additives, then, yeah. I mean, that would make you a good boss. <laughs> you know? I actually hope so. Like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, thinking about the entrepreneurial ventures that I want to embark on, yeah. I definitely, definitely see myself having someone working for me. So yeah. even if it's just a small team, like just like having people um, that I can basically rely on, etc. Yeah. And having like a good relationship with, um, I definitely can see myself doing that. But I have like very strong opinions on managing styles because That's good, I've experienced <laughs> stuff that is not okay. And I feel like for, for me, there's also like, I mean, just talking about managers, there, there are so many things coming up for me. Especially also that I can own, like for me, a manager has to be like very multifaceted, multifaceted. So the manager has to know the actual work the people um, are doing for him or her. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and um, just, yeah, just because I feel like if you are a manager and you don't know what the people are doing for you, it's so like you don't value it enough. I feel like you just need to know what is going on because I've experienced it myself and it really hurts as like an employee. So, um, and it makes you just de demotivated because um, you just feel like, okay, I, what, I'm, what, am I, what am I actually doing here? It's like very, yeah, yeah someone devalues my work, like not valuing my work yeah. and et cetera. So I think it's so important. And yeah, so this is like my opinion on managing. <laughs> no, yeah, it's in, there's some, I can't remember which companies it is, or maybe there's a bunch, but I definitely know of one um, something that they don't even allow anybody to rise up through the ranks unless they've gone through every level of the company. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know for sure there's um, some companies where you have to start at um, some luxury companies where you um, have to start at shop level. So basically mm -hmm. you first have to be the salesperson before like rising up into like other um, yeah, yeah, just uh, ranks of the company, which I think is really interesting because and also a very valid because yeah. the experience you gain there you just need in order to understand how everything is working and Absolutely. you need to have this close contact to the consumer as well in order to know where your company has to be heading because yeah. well like i mean like salesperson people the ones that are on shop level they know so much about the con customer oh my gosh, because yeah. they're talking to them like day to day so mm -hmm. this is like a whole other story basically yeah, I mean, yeah, 100%. I, like, when I worked in retail and university, like, being in sales, like, whew, you know the customer yeah. for better or worse, like, and often for the worse, but that's good, I guess. Yeah. Because you know everything that they're dissatisfied or... Yeah, they're with. very yeah. honest. Yeah. They are super honest because yeah. they just... I mean, they just uh, complain when they want to, basically, exactly. because they don't, they don't feel they have, like they have, they have anything to lose, only to gain. So, yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Okay, we just went slightly... Uh, I, uh, I, you know, it's, it's all good, but it is, it's just interesting to see, I mean, for, like, to reflect on, like, where your schooling might be informing your future, because, I mean... I yeah. like sort of like the outer bracket of like the actual work of like the the philosophies that it's instilling in you even stronger maybe than they would have been before. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's a, a lot about about like I don't know, it's not so much about the content, it's always about like the whole experience in right. a way also right. with schooling. Right. Um yeah. So no, I don't know. Really... And what else did I do um, during the last two weeks? Yeah, I, I basically it's just like content pro <laughs> production, yeah. content production. Um, well, but last week was really a lot about school stuff. So and mm. the week before, I can't even like go into detail anymore. <laughs> I think <laughs> maybe if I would like look at uh, separate days, I yeah. would. Yeah. Um, but and also i went to oh that, that was really cool i went to this um concert it was free for free but it was by a former um blogger and instagrammer uh, she's called christina bazan or i don't know how to uh, uh, say her name properly yeah um and uh, she 
kind of went away from like vlogging and everything. I mean, she's really huge. She, she had like millions of followers. Okay. Um, but she went, um, yeah, she went to pursue her like biggest passion and used her like um, connections and influence kind of to um, go into music. Wow. Which is really cool, I think. Mm -hmm. And so she like over the past two to three years, she recorded her album. And her first was just like a little EP, so it's not that many songs. Mm -hmm. But yeah, and she gave this like um, free concert uh, here in Paris. And like, that this was free? Yeah, yeah. It looked gorgeous. Yeah, it was this beautiful, <laughs> oh. it's a restaurant and club, uh, so like a bar club kind okay. of thing. And it's like typical Parisian style. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, it's, it was so, such a beautiful setting. And just like uh, listen to, listening to her music, I, I don't know, I wasn't, when I listened to her music the first time, I was like, okay, this is nice, but I wasn't super into it. But then her, hearing her live, mm. I don't know, it just brought the music to a whole another level. Yeah. And since then, I cannot stop listening. I'm like listening uh. from whatever, like morning till night. Um, yeah. And I'm just so, so, so um, like into her uh, songs now. But yeah, it was just such a cool experience because like listening to someone live and basically being like two meters away from her, um, like standing there, not not that I'm like a fangirl, but just like being close to the, the person singing yeah. was just really amazing. And uh, it was kind of like a really intimate setting, which was, it was just incredible. Yeah, just a, a really good experience. I think something you can really um, only experience in cities like Paris, maybe, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> No, yeah, I, I mean, all I keep, keep thinking is, like, it just really goes to show you, like, the power of, like, having that intimate relationship, like, whether it's with Ariel being on the show or with this girl, like, um, Con Const sorry, I can't, I don't remember her name, Constant? Uh, no, no, Christina Bazan. Oh, Christina. Yeah, I remember there's it's a, it's a K, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what my mind was. Um, yeah, it's just like, there's like that connection, I think, that probably makes the music even more. It's almost like you know them, but you don't know them in a way. Yeah. But yeah. it did look beautiful. And to everybody who didn't see her stories, I mean, from what I saw, which obviously you can describe it way better, but from what I saw, it was just like you just see like the furs of the girl sitting in front of Karina and so like there's the Parisian aspect like the beautiful dress and then you see like the spotlight coming down on this girl standing like on this stage and she's sh dressed like in leather pants like she, she it was just I mean you can definitely describe it way better it was just like all darkness and then like some furs swaying in front of the camera that Karina obviously had held up at one point and like <laughs> It was so beautiful, and I can't describe it better than that because I didn't see more than that, but blackness, furs, <laughs> and leathers, and singing in spotlight. And I'm getting so excited because I wished I was there. <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah, it kind of describes it uh, really well. Like, her outfit was on point. She, she actually didn't wear leather, but it was kind of like oh. a body body okay. thing. Okay. Um, but it was incredible, and like a glitter belt, um, and like her, oh my god, her eyeshadow like she had this like blue eyeshadow which was but it was glittering like but but like for real like the the most glitter i've ever seen on eyes basically it was like disco balls oh my god <laughs> in a way it was amazing How um cool. so intense but so beautiful like yeah. i don't know it was it was some mix of like really classy but also really i don't know a bit over the top but still classy it, it was it was incredible yeah wow. i know <laughs> That's such a, a dream description of, I mean, of how you want to go out at night, right? Yeah, basically. Um, yeah, but 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 um, tell me about um, what you've been up to, um, because I want to hear all about the progressions with a yeah. book and uh, a bit more maybe about your like writer's retreat kind of thing. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, just uh, go into it. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean... There's, okay, so, I mean, in terms of the book progression, I'm still, well, I'm writing, actually, I'm writing this draft, like, the end of it now, so that's, mm -hmm. um, I, I don't know, I, I always get very intimidated, let's say, by writing the end, because, like, the, like, when you're writing, you know, the, the middle, the beginning, it's like you're alluding to so much, and then you write the end, and this is, like, okay, like, everything's coming out like is this good enough for what I've been alluding to for mm -hmm. the past like 100 pages um 
So anyway, it's re- it's fun, but it's nerve wracking. Um, yeah. But I mean, the more interesting to actually thing to actually share, yeah, for sure, is the um, the fact that I'm getting a chance right now to print out hard copies, not of the whole book, but of like the beginning for mm-hmm. um, a surprising number of people who are interested in reading it and giving wow. me feedback okay. on it. So I'm like. Yeah. Really, like, I didn't expect it. I sort of just, like, I had um, a few, like, you know, like, the Bookstagram reviewers. um, Like, one of who I interviewed for my own website, whose, like, story is going to come out in December. Um, Mm -hmm. Just people who are more influential in, like, the book sphere on Instagram. Like, you know, the accounts with, like, the gorgeous images of books and flowers and Uh, bedrooms. So a few of those, but then I was just... I was like, you know, there's so many people in here that I've now interacted with, like, through DMs more intimately. So why don't I just see if, you know, anybody's interested in reading it at this point? Of course. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was pretty shocked. I And so now I'm like, okay, how much is this going to cost me? Because I said I'm going to mail these all out and they're all over the world. But that's fine. I'm just going to suck it up. But um, no, it's really, I feel really seriously like honored to be able to send the beginning which is also another intimidating thing because it's like oh my gosh I haven't looked at the beginning in a while is it edited enough like maybe I should go back and edit it all again before I send it out to them uh oh no I mean I mean you went over it already so it um should be fine um and I mean just like the whole like I feel like this process, also because you said, yeah, it might cost you a lot of money. Yeah. But honestly, I think this whole thing is, like, so invaluable. It's so, um, like, just getting the feedback, getting pe- the your, like, words into the hands of um, people that are genuinely interested and will for sure, like, go through it and read it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and this is just... It's just so, uh, yeah. I mean, I couldn't imagine a better, like, situation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think this is actually a very good segue into what we want to talk about because, I mean, it's going to cost, you know, whatever it's going to cost. Like, I don't imagine more than 100 It The only reason it might be heavy is because paper is actually heavy. Um, yeah. So, but whatever. I mean, seriously, I could spend it there or I could have spent it on um, Black Friday shopping for things I don't need. That's so true. But before we dive before yeah. we dive into that, yeah. um just a bit more like on your uh yeah. writer's retreat. Yeah, yeah. Because are you already back or are you still there with I your sister? I am still here. Oh actually I'm only here until I mean for less than twenty four hours now. So Wow, I, okay. Yeah. Oh it, you know it's it's a perfect time to leave in the sense that um I went for a walk yesterday. I'm like, it's really beautiful, but I'm kind of done. Like, it's it's beautiful. It's still, um, it's really still, (laughs) and um, it's like the perfect time to transition because before I go to the UK, I mean, I've said it, I'm sure before, but I'm going to New York, and it's just the most opposite culture yeah oh my goodness yeah it's like from like the quiet to the buzzing yeah wow yeah 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 and I mean the sad part obviously on leaving is you know I've been with my sister for three weeks and that's really nice um yeah and it's sad to think like you know now she's gonna be alone I mean hopefully like her friends like she'll see more of her friends now that I'm gone so that hopefully we'll fill that void but I mean it's still hard I think sometimes when you've had somebody living with you um, yeah when you're so close to each other you get used to something like this so fast when like when I'm with my mom for a couple weeks in a row like it's always such a hard transition back to being on my own yeah yeah I can so like feel you on that one Yeah. yeah yeah and I even like I mean I even, like, feel that with regards to myself because I know, um, I mean, going to New York, I'm not going to be alone. Like, I'm meeting my mom and my brother there, so Mm -hmm. that's nice to see them. But then I'm like, well, even though in the UK it's crazy, like, so many people have, like, come out, like, are like, I'm there then, I'm there then. So I'm not going to really be that alone there, but I'm going to be living alone versus living with her. Um, 
and yeah, it's sort of like, oh gosh, like you better be busy. And I guess that's, that's really the whole point in going there too, is just to focus, but it's also, maybe it's like that kick in the, like I, like writers have done this for centuries, like gone to places to just write, um, and yeah. sort of make themselves like mildly miserable just so it's like a kick in the pants to just like, get it done, get it done, get it done. <laughs> um, yeah, in a way I think so, but I think I, I like, um, how you describe it that you're on your own for like the time being, um, in your, um, apartment, But when you basically, but basically you have enough um, like events set up where you yeah. um, or meetings set up where you uh, like just get together with someone. Yeah. So basically you have something to look forward to and you know you're not on your own entirely. Yeah. And yeah. But when when again are you going? Um, are oh you going to gosh. go to London, <laughs> Karina? It's so soon. It's um, so soon. It's like less than. It's way less than two weeks. Um, December second is my flight, so I think that's next Tuesday. Which is oh yeah. next Tuesday. Okay, wow. So it's like nine nine ish days. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh my god, I hope that it really works, that we can see each other, because, I mean, I you're planning a little trip to Paris, and it would be so incredible, because, I mean, just like right now, the city is just breathtaking, because of all the Christmas lights and everything, I mean, oh my goodness. <laughs> I know, you know, I think, because, so, I mean, we'll say this quickly, but um, I was looking into, you know, London to, you know, Paris, it's not that long, I, And it might be honestly one of those things where it's like I'm traveling more throughout that day than the time I'm spending there. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know if I mind that because I would, I can, I still, you know, read as I travel and even just to go for a few hours and be able to see like you and uh, Maya and Matt, like, I don't know. It, it's probably worth it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like for me, it sounds perfect and I cannot wait yeah. to meet the other girls yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. But... Should we transition to... Yeah, 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 okay, wow. Um, this was, uh, so everyone, we were thinking it would be, you know, very apropos to talk about everything um, with regards to Black Friday, as we sort of touched on. Um, yeah. It, it's very much Karina's niche and, um, like, the whole, you know, not anti... Well, well, you can say whatever you want to say about that, but, I mean the idea behind it is not incredibly sustainable um yeah and it, there's so there's so much to I don't want to like you know I don't want this to be super negative but there's like there's so much that I personally dislike about mm -hmm. it I definitely spent um I mean I'd never told you this before but yeah my like final project in my program um and again to everyone else like it, it's kind of strange because Karina and I really did it almost a very similar program um in luxury management and my final project was on this one designer called Faustine Steinmetz and mm -hmm. you could probably say her name way better because that what is that German <laughs> I think so yeah 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 you could, could be German <laughs> yeah but anyway, you said it well <laughs> yeah you're good um she had this like beautiful company that was all based on slow fashion mm -hmm. and that for anyone who doesn't recognize that term it's just another branch of the whole slow movement which is i would say the opposite or the like antithesis of the whole black friday idea of yeah. going in and buying absolutely everything um but i mean her brand meant so much to me and I didn't even realize at the time how on par with my values like you're very much more aware I think than I was when I was in your place uh, you already knew that about yourself and your no but I must say it's something that just came up um over the past years as well so but really slowly like there have been like um times where I already went a bit more into it and then there were times where I just like went away from it again And now, I don't know, I just, it's just this consciousness that gets increased uh, more and more. Um, yeah, and for me, that's also actually like conscious consumption is also something, it's like the term for me, like I, yeah. because like sustainable consumption 
for me, sometimes it sounds really intimidating and um, just not, not only for me, but also for people that I would talk to about it. Um, hmm. Because... Like, I mean, there's so much going on right now also on social media where people show you, yeah, I'm going zero waste. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And and uh, I'm not consuming any uh, um, of, of whatever, like leather, fur, um, everything. And mm. I do I do believe like I, I do think this is like good. And I would like right now I would I don't know if I would like to do it like. It's, it seems, for me right now, it seems really intimidating. And I do value uh, some leather goods, etc., which sounds, for some, maybe they think, like, how can you? But um, it's just, I think, we have to be really, really careful here because some things are really... I mean, it's, it's the same with, like, uh, foods, etc. It's so, um, like, in our way of living. And... I always imagine just like just think about a company and you want to change the tiniest thing in a company structure which maybe it could be even something that doesn't have any influence on anything else but it's so so difficult to change it so it's like a process so that's that's where I'm at I think it's all a process and that's why I mm -hmm. think about like conscious consumption instead of sustainability because it's just like mm -hmm. be mindful like don't buy five scarves by like one and and this one can cost the the amount of like your five scars but maybe then it has um like the workers were, were paid better hopefully maybe it was produced more locally like say in france or in italy wherever you are or if you're in the us or canada maybe it was produced there um yeah just just like that i don't know for mm -hmm. me this is like the whole like uh, thought process behind it and have something that is like long lasting so nothing that you would like wear now throw away next week basically and, and I know so many yeah. people who do that like this is this is like sometimes you think like no people don't do that like they just consume maybe they consume a lot but they just also keep their stuff but it's not true like people just like take and toss yeah there's I mean how many stores I mean I would say probably way more than half are built on that whole idea yeah. of this is only five dollars you can buy 20 of them and it doesn't matter if it rips because it was only five dollars and yeah. then you can just and it's not a it's not even just I mean I think that's where you were going as well like it's not just a money thing it's like what's good for the earth like to put all of this yeah. like plastic and actually oh I wish she was on our podcast right now um a while ago um I think it was when I started doing interviews I interviewed mm -hmm. this one sustainable fashion designer uh, I can remember that I can remember it yeah, yeah she is lovely so her name is uh Peggy Sue and yeah. she's from Toronto and she basically her the way she got into it was because she was working for a mass um mass market mm -hmm. fashion company and had no idea that like the way that everything was being churned out so quickly she just thought that was normal she was like oh like every production's this quick mm -hmm. um and she wound up going to an organic farm because her friends just happened to work on this farm mm -hmm. and she was like oh like everything's very slow here how is like how are you getting out you know blah 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 at this amount of time they're like oh like that's not possible for the way yeah. that we produce and she was like okay what's going on with where I work and that's when she you know dug a little deeper and then saw okay we're using like plasticized um fabrics yeah. and all of these things that are you know toxic to and it, it gets back into like the stream of like yeah. the water and the soil and I mean you wonder I don't want to I don't I can't I'm not even well enough informed to say like it's partially why like people are getting sick but I do believe it probably is you know a, a portion of it anyway um yeah I mean there is um the fact that in especially in like this um like fast fashion there is a lot of plastic in the clothes mm. um and it then you put it in a washing machine and the plastic partially like the microplastic gets washed out and it goes into the water and uh. so basically i mean 
I've not, I don't own something like that myself, but I've um, recently found out that there's actually bags um, where you can put your clothes in in order to catch the microplastic, which is pretty cool, I think. Oh, I think I know exactly what you're talking about, but I feel like they didn't advertise it in that. Like, I think I've, I remember, like, there's this, I'm not going to mention it now because it doesn't sound like we're talking about it in a good light, but there is a company that used to sell, um, you know, these pants and they used to always sell them with these bags and mm -hmm. I didn't know why. I, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was just for protection of the pants in the wash, um, but maybe it was, like, maybe it was both, like, yeah. <laughs> to catch that is interesting because yeah i mean i mean there's enough like humans like on a day-to-day -day basis are stressed enough with just life like we don't need to worry too about like our water being plasticky or like i don't know i just like i this whole like i mean the whole like mentality behind behind like rushing to the store to buy something else that you know we're gonna throw away like it's so to me it's like so confused like what do you want like what are you trying to get maybe there is something that you have been looking for for a long time but like I don't understand and again maybe this is just like us or me mm -hmm. or whatever but I don't really understand just like just going to you know, let's just say Walmart because that's where I am. Mm -hmm. Um, and going and buying like, you know, like so many t-shirts because just because you can, like, yeah. I, is mm -hmm. that, is that it? Is that what people, um, and not again, not to make it sound bad, but is that what is like, is that what people are after? Like a rush of just purchasing a thing? Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, honestly, for me, it's also a bit difficult to understand this whole process because um, for me, I think for most of the time being, um, I'm really picky shopper. So I don't, if I go to the city um, to buy something like, or is it just like to have a nice day in the city center, like um, looking at like shop windows, etc., and going mm -hmm. inside some stores that I like usually, most of the time I, I find maybe one piece, maybe nothing. Like I'm really, I'm really particular in what I want to have. So, and what I want to own and what I would feel comfortable in. So yeah. also I've never been a person to go um, uh, like sale shopping. I don't even find anything. Like, I don't know. It's just really, it's really different for me, but I think, I don't know, this is just something that has uh, implemented this way over time and I must say I've bought way more when I was younger because also just just because I could you know like mm -hmm. just because I had my like monthly money that I got from my parents basically and I didn't have had I did not have anything to spend it on like there was nothing mm -hmm. I could spend yeah. it on so it was just um it was just not it was just something I could save up on also from like birthdays and uh christmas and other um like occasions and then uh, yeah and then i just went uh, went out and thought like okay i'm just gonna buy this eyeshadow that eyeshadow and and then i had way too many basically and you <laughs> never use them like i mean right now i have everything i think it goes like in the direction of something you would call a capsule collection you have just like what you need like the essentials and obviously, if someone looks on my Instagram account, they might think, oh, but you have so many different looks on there. But if you would, if you pay like really close attention, I'm spreading like one look over a couple of weeks and it's not always only new items. And uh, yeah, and some of um, like, I mean, so for example, during fashion week, some things were just uh, basically rented. <laughs> So um, it's not, um, yeah, it's not only um, stuff that I that I then kept like for like I mean it's not even possible financially as well, but yeah. um, but still like I think I mean why would I need a trillion of the same like sweaters and a trillion of like skirts and pants and whatever? Um, in mm -hmm. the end, like knowing myself, I would wear the same stuff anyways because I I just. Um, I just would wear the stuff that I feel most comfortable and the most pretty in and and I don't know it's so basically I could wear the same dress every day 
but I would always feel super good and actually no one else would care. Like, I mean, obviously <laughs> you have to put yeah. it into the washing at some point, but, yeah. but you can just, if you wear something you feel super good in, it will just yeah. create this amazing vibe and that's the most important thing ever. So if yeah. it's your like, I don't know, classic black dress that you feel super comfortable in, which is the case for me as well, for example, um, or like a blue skirt, blue roll neck. Now in winter season, it's probably my favorite outfit right now. Mm. <laughs> I don't know, this is just something I feel so good in. So it's mm -hmm. it's fine for me wearing it so many times. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't even agree more. Like, whenever I travel, I mean, I every single time I travel, honestly, I... I usually get the, oh, is that all you brought? Like, my sister came into my room yesterday because she thought that I would be, like, packing because yeah. I'm leaving. And I'm like, Alex, like, what am I going to pack? I brought, like, three things. Like, it, it, yeah, yes, of course, you have to do laundry. But it's, like, honestly, like, once you have undergarments in place, um, yeah. how many alternatives do you need? I, I think you're right. It's sort of all about that um, either, like, personal uniform or... Which is, again, that same thing that you were saying, like, which makes you feel good on every level. And once yeah. you sort of figure that out for yourself, um, it doesn't get that complicated. Yeah. I mean, you can layer in pieces and accessories and that's sort of where it gets more fun and textured and interesting anyway. Yeah, that's so true. And like one one key advice from me here would be make sure that the colors in your closet match each other. For me, I think this is the best thing ever because like I can wear like most pieces with everything. And obviously mm. there's this one or another standout piece or some shape doesn't fit perfectly with this certain pants or this certain skirt or it's just not really come like you can't combine it. But like in general, looking in, into your wardrobe, you would think, oh, these colors all match each other, perfect. And then yeah. you actually don't have the struggle um, to wake up in the morning and be like, oh my God, I don't know what to wear because like everything just everything. fits. Yeah. yeah. That's what I always admire. Well, the brand's totally different now, but that's what I always admired about Celine. Like yeah. that's why they were, and there's, I mean, that old, you know, Phoebe Philo collections are still my favorite yeah. ever period just because I remember going into their I think it was their showroom or I don't know I yeah. remember or maybe it was just oh you know where it probably was is a beautiful like segment um in Le Bon Marché in Paris <laughs> yeah. where and just like I mean like just like side note I can't afford this stuff but just going and like viewing it as like an art gallery and yeah. just viewing all their pieces I'm like wow like I mean if I was the sort of person that had that money like how easy it would be for me to just buy this entire rack and because yeah. everything goes together and also yeah. I would probably never have to shop again for the rest of my no, life no. <laughs> because like it was high quality yeah like my bag that I have from Celine it's like the most classic piece ever you can just wear it every time like I'm wearing it constantly like I mean I have this like small um trio bag so it's not mm -hmm. it's not for yeah. the day basically only if you well if you go to the city and you don't have to bring anything but if I go to school or something I would need more stuff um yeah. but just like for that and also I use it every time I go out like during the night go to dinner etc and it's yeah. so classic it fits to every piece in my wardrobe And mm. I don't, I wouldn't need another bag like this because it's just, mm. it's just so beautiful and versatile mm. and yeah, but talking about Celine makes my heart so happy because this, I know. Is, Me too. this is something, oh my goodness, like I'm so sad. I feel like they're like, I mean, if I touch up on that for like short, like I feel sure. so, so sad that they removed the accent on the E. Like I feel, and also erasing their whole like Instagram account, etc. I mean, for anyone who noticed that, I don't know if everyone's so much into uh, luxury brands than I am, but especially this brand, honestly, I think I was like, This was my favorite luxury brand and it feels yeah, like too. it just got erased 
And also, it's it's just like for me. Then I read this like post by them where they were like talking about the new classic bag that they introduced, and I'm like, uh. new and classic are not two words that fit together. Something that is new cannot be a classic. Like a classic is something with heritage for me. Yeah. So I was just like, how? How? Like, oh my goodness! And and yeah, just it it just looks. And now, like I see, it it looks just like Yves Saint Laurent, so it just like yeah. well, or like Saint Laurent because he also removed yeah. the Yves there. <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, it just looks the same, and this is super sad. Like I don't say that the things are like not pretty or not whatever, not nice, but it's just not the brand. It's just a different brand, and I don't know if this is like the correct way of going um, about things. And uh, it just, yeah, it just makes me really sad for myself and all the other Celine lovers out there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I wonder, um, actually, yeah, I'm just thinking because I actually, I remember going to their head offices. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, obviously the old brand. And it was so, you know, Phoebe Philo, like green plants everywhere. Yeah. And, you know, the rocks of like the like thin leathers and yeah all this stuff and in, in like this beautiful you know the white Parisian offices and you know the ateliers with the sequins blah 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 but it's just like I, I'm trying to imagine now with this whole you know brand identity having shifted so drastically like they must change the offices right yeah. like everything changes yeah I don't know like for me honestly I've been to the store two days ago yeah and it still looked the same um actually they still have um a lot of items with the accent on it um also uh, bags and everything so i don't know maybe they go through a slow change i would have thought they would change it like right away Mm. but um because when their site was down for so long i thought maybe they won't put out the stuff that they still have in store um and we'll just like maybe burn it i don't know which would be very 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 scary but um, they do do that. They, they do do that. Don't they? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they do. Yeah. Actually, also yeah. something that I didn't say earlier, but they do that as well. If you shop at fast fashion uh, retailers and you um, order online, be mindful that if you send a lot of stuff back, it might not be um, like ironed again to like get get sent out again. It might just get burned because it's more costly to put it back into uh, shape to uh, put it uh, to like send it to a new customer um instead of like uh just like trashing it basically um yeah but going back to celine once more i just wanted to say i think this is also like something really um important before we wrap up i think what also changed a lot is just with like this change of um the uh the clothing and the identity um the there's also something really sad that is that just no something like um, well, something that was incredible that is getting lost now because I think the brand really stood for the independent woman with all her grace. Yes. Especially like the way, like not like not something that fla- like shows off all the skin, but something that is so that you can be like nicely dressed, like covered in all the right places, so that you can feel confident as a woman, like. For like this entrepreneurial woman, this this woman who is like strong, you know, and I think this brand really represented this, like a classic, elegant person. Um, and now, just like looking at the runway, it is again so like, I don't know, this this like, um, I don't know, sexualization <laughs> yeah. of yep. the woman, which is something. I mean, we could probably talk about this for ages because also just yeah. the post that um, one of our friends, you tagged me in, in it, um, yeah. put out on like yeah. how women have to deal with like such insanely awful things on a day-to-day basis, um, getting sexualized, etc. Yeah, I'm really good. I mean, we can, I think we should keep this one for another episode. <laughs> I think we should um, have Matt, like Matt. So uh, if you guys want to see that post, um, if you go to Instagram and type in curiouser.and, um, it's by Melanie. Um, I think we should maybe have her on. Um, yeah, have, and have her on sometime because she would yes. be great to to chime in about this because yeah, you know, growing, growing up in Paris, yeah. I'm sure there's some stuff going on there. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
Um, but yeah, there's so, I mean, you're right. Like the, it's, I mean, just to like, you know, tie it, tie it to the end. Um, yeah, it's, you, you know, it's nice. It's, it's weird to see something that's almost shifting backwards against the times. Like it seems like women are coming out and out and out. And then, uh, they slash this brand that's all about, yeah, the entrepreneurial woman having pieces to go from day to night because, she's not going home all the time or just the business woman doesn't have to be entrepreneur. But anyway, um, yeah. And then, yeah. And then to be, you know, with the barely there, um, it's, it's, it's odd, strange and sad. Yeah. And I think, I mean, this is all something like, even though we went also a bit on a tangent here, but, yeah. uh, honestly, this is, this all ties in for me with like conscious consumption, just be aware of what you're consuming, um, what it might portray, how you feel, um, feel wearing it. Um, if it's like true to yourself, what you're wearing, or if it's just something that, um, I don't know, someone else thinks is right. Um, and also if you like just thinking about, do you, do I need this, like uh, this other item or do I have enough of this already? And just be really mindful. And I don't know, but yeah, for me, this is just, it just, all ties in together being like a very informed consumer it's not mm -hmm. it's not i mean maybe at one point we will all be there but right now it's not about okay i'm only shopping at this um whatever organic so-and-so brand but it's just like the amount and what am i consuming and um and if i really need it because the other things might be scary in the beginning yeah yeah it's so true just be and you know even if you don't even do anything i mean no. i guess if you just begin to ask that question yeah. it's that's the biggest shift the mindset yeah. of stepping back it's almost like meditation before you go ahead yeah. and do this thing and, and compulsively shop is whoa whoa like okay yeah like you said no do I need so this? true yeah. do we want to wrap this up yeah so <laughs> Um, we, yeah, let's just, uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. I mean, next I, week, yeah. and that will be lucky number 16. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, okay. Also, please be so kind and still leave reviews on iTunes. Um, we still, we mm -hmm. are really bad at promoting this, but it would help us so, 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 so much. <laughs> And also, um, if you want to join in on more of these conversations or maybe ask your own question or just share something with us, which would be which you think would be valuable for the listeners and, our, and ourselves, um, you might want to join our Facebook group, which is, you want to say mm -hmm. it? <laughs> uh, Once Around the World community. Yes. And yeah, just type that in and there's one little question and then you'll be right in there. Yeah, you're part of our very intimate gathering of people. And yeah, so I cannot wait to talk to you next week. And uh, I really loved this chat. I think this was just my topic. <laughs> <laughs> we got very fired up about it. I love it. Yes. <laughs> okay. So have All a right. beautiful day and talking to you very soon.